0: Why are we hearing so many stories in the news recently about, you know, book bans happening? I know it happens in the United States, but there's attempts to do this here in Canada as well. It makes it very challenging for librarians, for people who work in libraries and the thing is, there are protocols for this, right? If people don't like a book, obviously that's happened in the past before. Uh, there there are ways to go about talking about that. So what is going on here and how difficult has it become uh, to defend books in some of these situations? Well, joining us now is Richard Baudry, who's a program coordinator of the Teacher Librarian Program at the University of British Columbia. Richard, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, good morning. Is this a problem that you have been hearing about even here in B.C.?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, It's happening pretty much uh, everywhere in Canada. Um, There are groups uh, and parents and uh, specifically who um, decide that there's a book that they don't like. uh, And what they do is they go to either the school or the public library and they say, I think this book should not be read by children. Um, And then they say it needs to be removed. Now, you know, we all believe that it's important for parents to have concerns about books that they don't want their kids to read. And, and I'm all for that myself. The issue, though, is that they say, okay, not just my kids, everyone. And that's where the problem occurs. There are in schools, uh, districts all across Canada, um, basically protocols in place for uh, reconsideration of material. And the, the, the material has already been chosen in any public library or school library. Uh, where they have the opportunity to evaluate the book before it's put into the collection. And so then a review is done if somebody has a concern about the book. Usually when a, a parent or an outside group doesn't want that to happen, they don't they don't want to go through the protocol process. They don't want to go through uh, the policies in place where the book is evaluated by a group of people, including a librarian, administrator, uh, an English teacher, and so on and so forth. They just want the book removed. And so it it uh, and so what they've done a perfect case Ottawa in 2019 a parent went into a school wanted the book drama removed uh, it's a book about a play um, it's a graphic novel they went into one particular school said I don't want my kid reading this book I don't think anybody in the school should read it they were told after an evaluation of the book that the book was staying in the collection so they went to the board and the board's reaction was have all the books removed from everywhere in the school district. And so it it went to the news. It was reported in the Canadian press, and then the the district uh, backed off. The same thing happened last year in the Durham school board. Um, some parents went in. They had some concern about uh, a book by uh, Robertson, um, uh, Big Bear, um, and uh, yeah, uh, The Great Bear, sorry, uh, The Misugav Saga, and the book uh, was ordered removed from all the schools uh, in that t- particular district who had that book. Again, no reason given to it, just that there's been a complaint. So when it went to the school board, uh, I was there uh, through Zoom, and uh, we asked some questions as part of the uh, the Intellectual Freedom Committee for the Canadian Federation of Library Associations, and they didn't give a reason. The thing that's that's regrettable is that the decision is made even though they have in place really good protocols for choosing the material.
0: Well, I guess I'm curious about then how those protocols came to be. Is this because this kind of situation does pop up periodically where every once in a while it happens, therefore that's why we did that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There are people who have some concerns about materials all the time, and this is something that's been in libraries for a long time. What's different is that people are trying to skirt those. Protocols. They don't want to go through them. They just want things to be done. Um, in particular, there's a group in uh, BC uh, that has chapters across Canada, Action for Canada. They basically don't want books on LGBTQ in in, uh, in public or school libraries, and so they sent a letter, a threatening letter to a certain degree, basically telling uh, public librarians and school librarians that uh, they're pornographers because they have books on the SOGI uh, uh, 1, 2, 3 uh, curriculum in their libraries. Uh, again, these are books chosen by the government in, in here in B.C. and in Alberta. These are books that relate to uh, alternative families that we have in Canada, and we teach about that in, in grade two in B.C. So we, we want to have kids understand this diversity in our families, but then they come along and say all these books, if they're in your collection, they are pornography.
0: Right. Okay, but there's there's a Supreme Court ruling about this, isn't there, Richard?
1: There was in, in uh, 2002, yes. Uh, Supreme Court, basically, there was the Surrey Bookcase. Uh, the Surrey Bookcase, uh, basically, they had three books that a p- teacher wanted to use in a classroom to teach diverse families. Uh, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruling basically said that there, ha- there has to be a need to teach about tolerance. Right, And that you can make a complaint as an individual about a book, but that you can't make a decision for the whole community Right. in a nutshell.
0: Okay. And I do remember that because I remember in the 1990s where this was, you know, a big controversial deal. And then it was right. pretty quiet for 15, 20 years now. So is this cyclical in some way as well?
1: Well, it's cyclical, but I think it's also attaching itself to what's happening in the United States right now. There's a lot of uh, basically attacks on uh, especially LGBTQ materials, but also minority books and authors. Uh, And some of that is coming into Canada where they're basically saying, oh, yes, we want parents to take over education. I think that what, what worries me is the fact that they're saying that professionals who've gone to university, who've taken courses, on how to evaluate materials and how to use resources and how to work with the curriculum and how to collaborate with teachers are being told, well, you don't know what you're doing. I do, even though they don't know the curriculum and they haven't studied evaluation methodology and and all these things. So it is a bit of a concern now that people are basically saying, we know better than all these professionals who are out there who've made all these decisions. And this is not just a decision based on, uh, especially in the school system. It's not just something that's based on, on just one school. It's a curriculum that comes from the government going all the way down to students.
0: And nothing is done quickly. I know, given how governments <laughs> work in terms of curriculum, nothing is done quickly. So for parents who do have questions and like, you're right, maybe they think that a librarian is just going out and buying these books and putting them on the shelf. What is the yeah. protocol for putting a book on a shelf?
1: Well, usually uh, if, if you buy some, especially when it comes to uh, school libraries, Uh, things are chosen based on curriculum, on content, and on on, uh, also age group. You know, we buy, obviously, uh, age-appropriate materials. That's very important. Uh, We don't want kids to read something that a kid who's 17 years old in in high school in English um, advanced placement would read in grade one. But the other thing is is that the books are chosen based on, again, uh, the reading materials that are out there the reviews that are out there, the evaluations that have been done, the recommendations for the government. And so these books are basically bought and they're put in. uh, A lot of books are based on what the kids are reading uh, in the classroom so that they can have extra material in the library. Um, And and kids have interest. I mean, I don't know any library that doesn't have anything on dinosaurs um, because, you know, all the kids love dinosaurs. So these are the kind of things that you buy. The other thing that's important, too, is, and this is something that happened in the state of Texas that's very worrisome for, for, for myself here and, and Canadian schools. In, in Texas, they have a new law, basically, that says, OK, you can have books on climate change, but you also have to have books that basically state that climate change isn't real. So, you know, that's not the kind of book I think that we would like to buy and put in our schools. That would be a concern. We're we're not doing that here now, but, you know, that's the kind of things that are happening in the States, uh, which we do not want to have exported into Canada.
0: Well, thanks for explaining it to us this morning. We appreciate your time.
1: Thank you.